Well, hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown, a glorious, what is it, Wednesday, midday, midweek episode. I have my cohorts today, Gypsy Mae Brown, a.k.a. the Gypster, Olaf Skippyson Brown, a.k.a. Skippy. And JoJo Snickerdoodles Brown, a.k.a. Snickers. Uh, wife is on the conference today. And there's Skippy joining me at the table for the first time. Hello, Skippy. And uh, <clears throat> today's doomsday. If uh, you believe the hype, it is October the 4th. And here about an uh, hour and 20 minutes from now will be the FEMA test of the emergency broadcast system or emergency, whatever they're calling that, EAS, they're calling it, emergency alert system, I guess. And, you know, there's been a lot of uh, conspiracies floating around about this test that it will be, the biggest one I've heard is that it will be a black noise event, a black noise bomb, which means it will trigger stuff in people that, of course, on my side of the aisle, it will trigger people that have had the uh, COVID vaccine, specifically Pfizer, with the mRNA in it, and it will trigger a zombie apocalypse is what the deep, deep divers of the rabbit hole are saying. Um, I don't know if you want to be safe or you just don't care about it, but at 2.20 p.m., we'll see what happens when you listen to your phone or you don't. And if you've had the shot... You see if you get sick or weirded out or what. Uh, I don't buy it, but, you know, it's whatever. And uh, another one is 5G from separating 5G and 3G. I've heard that. I've also heard that it will open up the people that have had the shot to the Marburg virus, which is, you know, a very nasty uh, respiratory illness uh, attacking mostly children. But, uh, you know, that's a lot of hearsay, and, and, and you know how I feel about the dates thing. Because September 23rd was a day that popped up in everybody's head. And everybody was talking about September 23rd, something big's going to happen, September 23rd. Well, I happened to have my retirement party that night, and I did not see, feel, hear anything uh, abnormal. And when you go to the the deep divers of the, of the rabbit hole, they say there was so slight that uh, nobody you know, could tell. Something's happened and nobody can tell. Well, I, I don't buy into all this BS with that. I mean, I, conspiracy theories are one thing, just wild guesses are another. And with today, I don't consider it a really a wild guess about the uh, 220 Black noise or black noise bomb, whatever it's supposed to be, the test of the system. I don't dive uh, too deep into that, but I also don't ignore it because it is on the FEMA website. It is on the the uh, CDC uh, website because they're they're combining to do this test. Other people, the divers, say that it's the beginning. Trump's going to say, you know, I don't know. I don't know where they get this stuff, but Trump's going to come out and say, get ready. It's Nasara Jasara. Everybody's debts wiped out. We're all back to zero. 
and a 14% flat tax, all the stuff that goes on with Nasara Jasara. I don't know. I don't know any of that, and I don't know right now. I'm still debating because I'm going to do half this podcast before and half of it after the 220 mark. So I guess if I come back on here drooling and going, it's a zombie apocalypse, right? But I didn't have the shot, so I wouldn't have the mRNA that's required. I don't know if I see a bunch of people walking outside, dragging their feet and eating flesh, then I'll know... It's doomsday. You know, that's that's about the only way I can really prepare. Uh, will I listen to the to the test? No, I will not. I just superstition, call me whatever, call me not willing to even give it a chance to affect me. I will sit in silence for uh, a good 30 minutes and then I will come back and finish the podcast. But and hopefully if nothing's if we're not in the darkness phase, but you know, who knows, man? This shit is just crazy. It's like it's like watching a movie, but you know, the shit that's happened that already that that has has already went on that I never thought I'd see in my lifetime has already occurred. So it's like a lot of shit is weird. Not gonna put this as a passe moment, but we will see at 2.20 p.m. today, Eastern Standard Time. Um what happens with the black noise bomb or just a no good old fashioned test that was done at one other time 12 years ago under Obama, I think, or maybe even longer back than that. Maybe. Yeah. I think it was 12 years ago that, it, that we've had this before. So, I mean, it wasn't to this magnitude probably now the 30 minutes people tried to say, well, why does it take 30 minutes? They're going to be sending these bombs for 30 minutes, getting inside her head. The way I would understand it and the way it's been explained by certain people is there's no way on God's green earth we could send out to every television, cell phone, radio station, a signal all at the same time and get the testing done in a proper way or it would override our communication system, blow it up. So the 30 minutes is how long it takes to actually get all the signals to everything we got all over the country. So what? You know, let's see what happens. I mean, the sorrow would be nice. Uh, I mean, I'd like to be absolutely debt-free and, you know, just have to pay 14% flat tax on whatever I buy uh, with no mortgage payment, no truck payment. We would have, I'd have it pretty good. I mean, I would, I'd be in good shape, but... Now, if they take all my money out of my bank account and tell me I got to live on this much money a month, then that wouldn't be cool. <laughs> you know, so it's like, eh, it's really a, a bizarre time. Now, before I get any further, I do have to go back. I did do a video of this, but I have to make a correction from stuff I was saying on my last podcast. When I said that a little over 7 million, which is reported anywhere from 7 million to 7.2 to 7.6 million, uh, immigrants have come across the border, and I said this year, and it was uh, I should have known when I said three hundred thousand last month, and that was a record. I should have known the math didn't match up, but I was fired up, and I read it completely wrong. It was correct on the the paper that I had, but that has that number is from the time that our good buddy Joseph Robinette Pisspants Biden Jr took office as the resident select and uh, 
So it's big, the big difference between a year and two and a half years. I mean, it's still a, f- a f- crazy fucking number. But I did want to apologize and correct that because I don't want to be telling people a bunch of bullshit. I mean, a lot of people think I say nothing but bullshit already, and I don't want to get any farther on that. But um, <clears throat> So we got the, the big test today. We also have to wonder who is going to be the next Republican Speaker of the House. As Matt Gates put in put in the, uh, the uh, what do you call it, the... I don't know, submitted the vacation for for Speaker McCarthy to vacate his spot. Uh, all the Democrats voted for it, which is surprising, really, because, you know, he had been, McCarthy had been so much a Democrat, almost a rhino Democratic person. But then eight Republicans out of the whole bunch, only eight Republicans uh, voted against Mr. McCarthy and voted with Matt Gates on that. And some of them were absent, like uh, MJT, uh, Lauren Boebert. I figured yeah, she probably didn't want to rock the boat anymore with her movie theater antics and whatnot. But so we will see who's going to be a speaker of the house for the Republicans. The name Donald Trump, of course, came up because it always will. Uh, a lot of other names have come up too. It's funny though because all the other names that they brought up voted against McCarthy. And or voted for McCarthy, I should say. Excuse me. So I don't, I don't know how that's going to work out. Now, some say that the the spat between Gates and McCarthy was personal. That I don't know. I just, you know, I'm assuming it sounds a little personal to me. Um, but I don't know what side of the fence are you guys on. I and that's that's a good question because. I used to kind of like Matt Gates, and I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm at a quandary with this one because I do think Kevin McCarthy was doing a shit job, but I also want them to get off their ass and do something. I mean, McCarthy get McCarthy's the one that kind of fucked himself in that deal. He, he gave them six weeks off here recently, and they don't have a budget. They do not have a, a according quote from Matt Gates. This isn't me in my language even today. They we have no fucking budget. He said that right on TV. And he's correct. And the Appropriations uh, Committee and all this stuff is supposed to have these bills. And nobody's doing anything. And then you throw a bill. I seen a guy, the rep- a Republican from Illinois, lose his shit. Mike Yost, I think is his name. He lost his shit about these bills, man. He's like, you bring me a, a bill. It's 190, 790 pages or whatever the hell he said long and you bring it to me and I don't even have time to read it. And he threw it through the bill and said, and I have to make the vote for my uh, district. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired. And I think he speaks for a lot of us. We're tired of it. Well, you're giving yourself a six week vacation. Really? You give, you give the people a vacation, but want a 39% pay raise for yourself. I mean, come on. And Kevin McCarthy, Sucked as a speaker. I mean, I gotta say, he he's not held up to his end of the bargains. Uh, Matt Gates was correct in that motion there, but and then again, we throw it into chaos. But I think chaos might be what they wanted with Matt Gates and his uh, constituents there. I don't know that chaos is a real bad idea, really. I mean, to to, to get this shit kick started, maybe a little chaos is what we need. They've been too complacent, sitting back, and they're doing fucking nothing. 
maybe somebody will have to get on the ball now. Now, what I did like was this guy McHenry from North Carolina is the uh, interim speaker of the House, and he slammed his gavel down as hard as a human can slam the gavel down to recess the, the house or whatever. And then, I don't know if he did it politely or non-politely or whatever, but he did something right away that Kevin McCarthy didn't do. He told Crip Keeper Pelosi, get your fucking shit out of the, out of the speaker's office. She'd been dragging her feet, refusing to do so. He said, you're done. Vacate it. Get the fuck out. Now, whether or not she'll listen to him either because she's a stubborn old hag, I don't know yet. So we'll find out with that and go on from the Nancy Pelosi crip keep an ass and keep her spot or not keep her spot. You know, it'll be interesting to see. Now, going on, I'd like to go to a couple other things that I found out last week. That, you know, were different and are difficult to hear. And, and, but I had no idea that in the state I live in, Ohio, there are currently over 1,000 kids missing in the state of Ohio. I don't understand. We're missing all these kids in Hawaii and Luana. And then we're missing 1,000 kids plus in Ohio itself. So, I mean, the kids missing stuff just keeps getting weirder and weirder, worse and worse. And yet here we sit, absolutely no recourse for it whatsoever. But then New York, now we're back to the, and and it's nothing sliding this young lady. I swear to God, I hope she gets found and gets found quickly. And and people think I'm an asshole for the way I come across to this stuff. But here's Gabby Jr., Because now the New York State Police are searching for a nine-year-old girl said they said was abducted Saturday night while she was camping with her family. So this Charlotte Cena, she was at Moreau Lake State Park in Saratoga County, which is about 50 miles north of Albany State Capitol. At around 6 o'clock at night, she had Pokemon shirt on, normal nine-year-old stuff, pants, black Crocs. She had a bike helmet on, pretty easy to see. Blonde hair, brown eyes, sweet-looking little girl. So, I mean, she's absolutely just a, a nine-year-old, innocent-looking kid. And then everybody's on this fine Charlotte, fine Charlotte. Hey, I'm all about finding Charlotte. But what about 1,000 kids in Ohio? Why? I mean, why aren't they front-page news? Why are these kids... Less popular in this case, I would say, I guess, than Charlotte Cena and her family. Are they a prominent family or what's going on? It's, 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 remin- it's reminiscent of Gabby and David to me, where we have all these other people missing, but we focus on one, and it's headline news every day. And if I was a, one of the other thousand parents, and my kid was missing here in the state of Ohio or the... 2,500 that they say were missing in Hawaii, I'd be a little pissed off. I'd be a little angry that my daughter or son's not getting front-page fucking news like Gabby, like Charlotte here, 
And like I said, nothing to slight Gabby. It was not, It's nothing to slight this young lady, Charlotte. But why do we pick and choose? I don't, I don't understand. We, we have to know this is a widespread problem. But we pick and choose who we really want to go after in this situation. I, I don't get that. I, I guess I maybe I never will. It, it's one of them things that you just can't understand and can't really have a reason for. It, it's just there's no explanation. There's no real justification. There's, there's really no end to what... I'm sorry, I'm letting the dogs in, so I'm getting a little... They had to go out. Uh, I got, like I said, my cohort sometimes. I don't have an official studio or anything like that, so it's the cohorts. They got to do what they got to do. They have to go to the bathroom. So, yeah, that's my thing on missing kids, and it just, it's sad. It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's sad. And we need to put a little more effort into finding these kids and, and you know, maybe not just pinpointing one or two here or there. Now, as we, uh, as you probably heard, if you're in, in the, any politics at all, well, last week I was talking about the uh, lady the, whose skin was sagging off of her skull, off of her face, 90-year-old Diane Feinstein, Feinstein, however you pronounce the last name, who, of course, is the big Democrat from California. Well, she peacefully passed away at the age of 90, which, you know, I, I, I've known way too much about death this year with both my mother and my father and my father-in-law and a friend I went to school with just passed. Uh, it's been a bad year for death, absolutely. But Diane Feinstein, you're 90 years old, and... Uh, she had a good life. I mean, she definitely lived a good one, I, I would say. And I just wonder. I mean, I'm trying to figure out with a person like Diane Feinstein, okay? I call her Feinstein because that's how I've always said. When she passed, she left $100 million plus money behind for her four daughters. Okay, now this is what I don't get. Because this, she's a public servant, right? She makes six-figure income. Maybe, I don't know, what, 193000 whatever they make now. So how in the world did she end up being worth, you know, millions of dollars? I mean, multi-millions. But here, here's just a short list of what Diane Feinstein left behind. There was a $60 million private jet. And, and here's one of, another one. Here's one of the climate hoaxers with her own $60 million private jet. She had a mansion in San Francisco reportedly worth $21 million. Another home in D.C., a little over $7 million. A home in Hawaii. You know, everybody lives in Hawaii. She had a $5 million house there and $70 million in cash. So her estimated personal worth, net worth, was over $70 million. No, yeah, I mean, that's just her personal worth. So how, how we say Washington's not corrupt as shit? How do we say that this lady that has all these, she has another house 
in Aspen, Colorado. That's $25 million. That wasn't even, I just seen that on the list. Didn't even notice it. Yeah, it's just $25 million house. No big deal. How, how in the world is this lady have all this money? Well, you know, it, it has to come back to kickbacks. It has to. I mean, what else can you say besides they, they got to be doing shady shit. They have to be getting some kind of kickbacks. I mean, there's, there's no way around that. Now, I, I hate to slander somebody because I don't know, but unless she got really lucky in lottery or stock market, who knows with that? I mean, <laughs> and as far as replacing Feinstein, you knew it was going to be a libtard. And I kind of knew it was going to be a woman. And to, you know, just to go along with the whole matter of the thing, you, you, in the way today's going, it was either going to be a transgender woman or a woman of color, and it was a woman of color. And this is what Newsom decided he was going to give the spot to LaFonza Butler. I think that's how I pronounce her name. I don't want to pronounce her name wrong. It looks like spelled LaFonza. She's the president of something called Emily's List, and she's a former union or former labor leader. So... This Miss Butler, she's a miss, not married. Um, never held political office before, but she has been around the kind of the libtardia politics for 15, 20 years. Uh, she was a advisor to Vice President Campbell Toe in her 2020 presidential run. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of the thing. We're getting another Kamala, and that's scary. But he, I mean, Newsom had said already that he was going to give it to a woman of color. So I guess it's not really a bad, uh, I mean, surprising move. But, you know, they had, a, they had one that was kind of supposed to be the front runner, Barbara Lee. You know, she was the, a big, she's a big wig in the black community and, and in California, but and Newsom, of course, he also lied and said he didn't want to tip the scales in, in that race, it's, you know, between him, her and Adam Schiff, Katie Porter, and all this stuff, but then he went ahead and gives it to LaFonza Butler. I don't know much about her except that she's a, a labor leader, so probably, I don't know, union, I'm not sure. Uh, it's going to be another Democrat vote. That's all. I mean, that's that really breaks down to nothing more than same old, same old. That's the way I look at that. So we'll see what a, what and if anything different happens. I doubt it. It's probably just going to be under the radar. Feinstein Jr., but it's a younger version of Feinstein, and she's a different color. That's kind of the way, kind of the way it plays out. I mean. Our government's so fucked up that you just replace one piece of shit with another piece of shit. Nobody cares. And what for whatever reason, he chose who he chose. Now, I do want to go back to McCarthy for just a minute because, you know, there's, there's a, a big flop on the sides because it's a majority of Democrats and then the few Republicans that voted Kevin McCarthy out. And he will not run again. 
He's already said, I'm not putting my name back in there. He, you know, no, it took him 15 rounds to get elected the first time. So he probably doesn't hold out a lot of hope. But, I mean, it's funny because a lot of the people that voted for him, a couple people anyway that I know voted for him to get to the speakerhood of, or ones that went with Gates against him. And they said it was just because he, he was terrible at it. He wasn't doing a very good job. Okay, I'm not going to argue that. But here, here's some of the stuff that, that, that McCarthy said was going to happen and didn't deliver. They had the funding for the 87,000 new IRS agent. McCarthy's first, I remember the first thing he said, first thing we're going to do is take that money and we're going to rescind that. He didn't do it. He failed. Uh, we promised the oversight committee on the spending the Pope Zelensky and the Ukrainians. But guess what? That never happened. It, it, he just failed. It, no, they just blew it off. We promised that the House would investigate the investigators who have been attacking Trump with these partisan politics, this cock blocking, basically. He didn't do that either. He had no intention of doing that. He didn't even lean towards that. Lower spending on the far left. He's been passing bills for the Democrats for most of the term he's been in there because he's saying, you know, it's the right thing to do. Well, then it's because you're a rhino, you're from California, and you're a piece of shit. You just didn't do what you said you were going to do, Kevin. You're like a president that lies his way in, some a la Biden. And people say, well, what about Trump? Well, Trump was delivering on most of what he said. Now, Chris Christie's fupa ass, his big fupa, he would say that Trump, you know, blew it with the uh, wall because he only built 52 miles or whatever he did. And Mexico didn't pay anything for it. You know, Mexico would have paid for it in the long run because he would have just said, well, anything you want to sell here, we'll fucking tariff you 100%. Guess what Mexico would have done? They would have fucked coughed up the money. Chris Christie's an idiot. And he's just an idiot, a big fat blob. And I'm a fat guy, but this guy looks ridiculous, talks ridiculous, thinks he's funny. You know, at the, the last uh, presidential or the, yeah, Repub Republican debate, we'll start calling you Donald Duck because you're not here to defend yourself. Well, you know, he's, he's in court fighting frivolous fucking lawsuits bullshit like that. Why should he have to show up? He's already leading everybody by... 30 and 40, 50 points. Chris Christie, you got no fucking chance of ever being the president of the United States. So shut the fuck up. Go eat your ho-ho. Get the fuck out of the way. Yeah, this, this is one of the idiots that's a pure career politician, useless, couldn't fucking work a normal job if he had to. His fupa getting away. He probably hasn't seen his ball sack in 20 fucking 30 years. I don't know. He's just a piece of shit. But let's get back to McCarthy, another rhino. Uh, oh, the, the best one was get something done with the border. Secure the border, which, you know, the, the libtards right now are trying to say. My Orcas and uh, Homeland Security said our border's secure. Camel Toe says the border's fine. You know, Biden's telling us the border's secure. You know, are you fucking idiots? They think we're that stupid. They really do. They really see that we see migrants by the thousands coming in every day. 7.6 million of them since you took office, and they think that the border's secure. No, it's, it's fucking not. It's an open, it's like an open wound, and salt just keeps getting poured in there. 
It's ridiculous. He, McCarthy did nothing with the border. Nothing. He failed. So uh, the question would be how long we, how long were we planning on letting him go? Just till the end of Biden's term? Why not cut it out now? Why not stop the bleeding? So that's my argument for the Gates people. For the, the I'm an extreme conservative sometimes. I'm far right at times. Moderate at others. And I'm not a Republican per se. I'm a conservative like me and Fred X were talking. And it's like we're conservatives more than we are Republican. Both of us, I think. And he's, he's just a rhino Republican and a very, very far left so-called Republican. So, I mean, I, I, I kind of agree with the whole thing, but the backlash of that and the, and the downside of that is the government sitting on their ass fucking doing nothing yet again. And we got to fuck around with getting a new speaker, and that's been a pain in the ass in the past. So, what do we do? I mean, it, it's insanity at this point. And we'll have to ride out and see who the new speaker would be. The Donald Trump thing would be fun. To, it's fun to entertain, and it's fun to think about what would happen if he became Speaker of the House. I don't see it. I, I mean, Don, he's even said, Don's himself said, whatever I can do to help the government and the United States and the, the American people and the Republican Party. He said he would do it in the short term. Me? I, I can't see it. It would be a, a meltdown of epic proportions if he got Speaker of the House and the Democrats would lose their complete shit. And, and it would be fun to watch. And I think the Don would probably get some shit done as Speaker of the House. Unfortunately, I think they, they're going to old cock block him from doing that too. I, yeah, I don't know. Something's got to change in the country. You know, it, the outrageousness of this country in itself is, is on a daily basis, is just completely fucked up. And I was talking about the missing children early, a few minutes ago here. And there was a thousand up in Ohio, they say, 2,500 in Hawaii. But yet, instead of fighting that, because that's, they don't want to fight that because most of them are involved. And it's sad, but it sounds true. It's sad, but it sounds true. We're given $223 million a day since February of 2022. We have given to an average, not every day we give them, but an average of $223 million a year to, to sweat pant Jesus over there, Zelensky. Yet here we are with kids missing. And I told you about that interview Stu Peters had with Allie. Uh, I can't remember her last name, but uh, dang, it's on top of my tongue, but I can't remember her last name, where she went through and started naming names about people who were, I don't know, uh, involved, I guess you would say, and that she personally had had to have sex with as a sex slave kind of organization, and people just kind of blew it off like, okay... Whatever, kid, you know, kind of bullshit, really. They they didn't even didn't even give her the benefit of the doubt that she was there and she knows what the fuck's going on. And I I just found that sad in itself that nobody really cared about that interview. And some of the people she named, you know, in this whole thing were Barack Obama for one. And 
Michael Obama, who was Michelle, she said, but that is a man, by the way. And it's like, it's getting easier to see. And, you know, that big bombshell came out with that, you know, interview with the guy about uh, sucking Obama's dick a couple times back in the early stages of the, his political career or whatnot. Well, and then all of a sudden, old Mike, he's MIA. So old Barack pissed his wife off enough that she's bolted on him. And she's out vacationing. Now, this is what's really twisted and fucked up. So Michelle, Mikey Obama, is out vacationing on Steven Spielberg's fucking yacht. Now, if you remember Isaac Cappy's famous speech, you know, right before he unalived himself, supposedly. Him, he come across state and says, Steven Spielberg is a pedophile. And in the same breath, he said, Tom Hanks, pedophile. So what makes this interesting now is Mike Obama's out there vacationing on this yacht, owned by Steven Spielberg now, on the Italian Riviera with Tom Hanks, yes. His wife, Rita Wilson, who's probably on it too. And of course, Kate, Kate Capshaw, who's married to Steven Spielberg. So, since Mike and Barry haven't been together since the Larry Sinclair gay sex accusations, they have to say, accusations, it's kind of weird. And it's like, they talked about Mike running for president, first transgender president we would have, and out there getting votes, what, what's it done? I mean, I think it's just blowing off some steam by fucking some kids. That's what I think she's doing. But that's just me. I digress. You know, I, I, I can't say that <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not there. Put it that way. I, I'm not there. I have my opinions. I'm a fucking opinion host. And that's what I claim to be. That's all I need to claim to be. And I don't know. I, I get so frustrated. I really do. And then, you know, not with just the kid fuckers. Not just with the kid fuckers. We got the other people in Washington that'll make you sick to your stomach. Oh, man. This fucking guy at the... Well, this guy's not from really Washington. It's Pentagon. So Pentagon officials, or a few of them, have been arrested after being exposed running an illegal dogfighting ring for 20 fucking years. And then they use, this is how sick, and I'm a dog person, and I got two sitting right here beside me that I love more than most people I know. They use jumper cables to kill the dogs when they fucking lost. These people are fucking sick. They're sociopaths. They're fucking disgusting, man. How the, they should be hung and fucking killed with, I don't care how many jumper cables it takes. Hook them up to 10 semi-batteries or something. Jumper cable these motherfuckers to death. And that, you, you want Mike Vick to go to prison for dog fighting, right, all them years ago. It was a horrible thing. Mike Vick deserved to go to fucking jail. He deserved what he got. These people deserve that and ten, tenfold because they're supposed to be government officials working at the fucking Pentagon, and they're running dog fighting. How, why do you need to run a dog fighting ring 
when you're working a government job, like you ain't got enough money? No, it's because you're evil and you're a fucking sociopath. That's it. That's the only way you can explain something this fucking level of disgusting. And I don't know about you, but I would hang them high. That's exactly what I would do. Now, they also have, you have the level of hypocrisy and irony catching them and karma catching these people in the ass, okay? And especially the crime in this country because, you know, we complain about the crime levels in places like D.C. and big Democrat-ran shitholes. Well, then you get a lot of fluffers, they, they will come back and, and try to defend themselves against it, right? They, they all, no, no, it ain't that bad, it ain't that bad. So here's a, a couple perfect examples, because a couple happened this week, and I, I fucking love karma's catching up. It almost makes, it, makes you feel like the tide is starting to turn. I know it's probably not, but it's got to give me some fucking hope here. So Washington, D.C. had a, a council chairman Phil Mendelson, you know, back in this is as early as March of this year, there's no crime crisis in D.C. There's nothing. People are making shit up. It's no, there's no crisis of crime here in D.C. Well, he got gun, he got carjacked at gunpoint. Fucking ironic, isn't it? Isn't that just a perfect spin to this fucking idiots running their gums? And the shit comes out, karma, the true bitch that karma can be, caught him, bit him in the fucking ass, and here we go. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was something that, you know, this fucker just cocked off and said that, and then, <laughs> what, do you, what do you know? Here's what's going on. Now, here's one that's a little more serious. And, I, I mean, I don't condone any kind of... Uh, now, carjacking, gunpoint, I mean, he actually didn't get hurt. You know, it's just uh, carjacking. You can replace a car, right? Um, but this case is a little worse. This is about Josh Kruger. He's a, he's a libtarded journalist who, who made some stupid tweets uh, a while back about crime-destroying Democrat ranch shitholes. Okay, Here, here's, the, here's the exact tweet I have said, today I learned there is apparently a crippling crime wave destroying all cities, according to Stephen Miller, which includes presumably Philly, Philadelphia. My house is not on fire and the chaos is not raining in the street. I saw a man get a parking ticket yesterday. My trash just got picked up. This was from February the 17th of this year. Of this year, this guy said this. Well, <laughs> oh. wow, just this week, 10-1, 10-2, somewhere around there. Philadelphia journalist Josh Kruger shot and killed after a home invasion. He was shot multiple times by a guy with a gun who entered his house and opened fire in the early hours of the morning. It's, damn, it's a damn sad story. And, you know, being a libtard, I'm sure he was anti-Second Amendment. 
So he probably did have a gun in his possession and it could have saved his ass. But, you know, it's irony and karma again. Karma just keeps finding these fucking people and, and laying them out. And sadly, sadly, that's how, that's sometimes how things go. You have to be pushed to the brink to get to the fact that, hey, uh, maybe there is some shit going on. I can't defend. They tried to defend the undefendable sometime. Like, they want to to say, no, it doesn't happen. Then it's going to happen to you. It's going to be too fucking late. So, Josh Kruger, man, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I am sorry because none of this shit's worth dying over. To me. To me, it's not. Now... To some people, it might be everything they have. And they might be all about talking smack and not damn the consequences. They really don't care. But in, in this case, it's like, wow, man, this is just ironic. And it's only eight months. Eight months ago, you say this. And now it's, it's bad news for you. It's like you're done. It's absolutely insane to me that people keep talking. They keep talking shit. Just admit we got a problem. First, That's the first thing we need to do is admit we got a problem. And, you know, Piss Pants, he's the master of, of deflecting any problems we have in this country. And he leads the Democrats to the same thing. And it's not always the Democrats, but... A lot of times it is. Now, you know, like, uh, well, here, we'll get into this one. Dummy, while we're speaking of Democrats. This is one that I talked about before. And I wonder how long he's going to stay, uh, you know, not, he's going to stay up above water here uh, with uh, RFK Jr., okay? He's saying that there's, Azatran, atrazine, atrazine, okay. There's atrazine throughout our water supply. And if you, in a lab, put atrazine in a tank full of frogs, it will feminize every frog in there. So Alec Jones had said this a long time ago, and I I'd listened to him, and I said, well, I wouldn't fucking doubt it. I was kind of haphazardly saying it. But... Alex Jones had said not too long ago that I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn freaking frogs gay. Now, like I said a million times in the past, don't care that you're gay. I really don't care. I have no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I want to be gay, want to be gay. But when you're getting put in your water supply, stuff to make you more feminine, I don't fucking dig that, man. It's like, I... I I, you know, I have to take anxiety medication because I got rattled during COVID and, and all this shit. I don't need no, to take a drink of water. I don't want to get worse with over, you know, just going crazy over every little thing that happens. But it's, it's sad that even a Democrat's saying, hey, they put shit in the water. And it, the, the Democrats... I don't know how anybody can be a Democrat, for one, but 
they lie, they scheme, they steal. And, and you know, here, here's one. Liptardia is one thing. Then you got Minnesota, the home of Fentanyl Floyd, and Brother Fucker Omar. Now, Brother Fucker Omar tweeted this week. Great news, she said. Great news, it says. Whatever. Starting this week, all Minnesotans, regardless of legal status, will be able to obtain a driver's license. Yay, Omar. Yay, you're great. Somehow this makes the roads safer in Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> Little, uh, 81,000 immigrants they have can fully participate in life now and show that our state's welcoming all residents. So what's the problem then with the southern border? Why aren't all these people going to Minnesota? I mean, I had a list last week where, where Hot Wheels sends them to New York, D.C., Denver, you know, California, L.A. Send them to Minnesota, Hot Wheels. Omar said they accept all residents. They welcome all residents in the state of Minnesota. Flood them out. Flood these fucking people out in Minnesota so they can see what kind of a dumbass their fucking leadership is with dumb fucks like brother fucker Elon or Isle Han, whatever the fuck her name is, brother fucker Omar. She's an idiot. It, I mean, come on, man. If fucking everybody could drive, the roads would be safer. If illegal immigrants could have a driver's license. How the fuck do you figure that? You can't be that stupid. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to say that because you can definitely be that fucking stupid. But how do the people who vote for it be that stupid? I, it's hard to comprehend. I mean, are there that many Somalian immigrants in Minnesota that can carry her? There has to be. Just like there has to be that many Gen Z kumquat fucking pieces of shit in New York State that can carry AOC, the bartender. Because she shouldn't be allowed to be anywhere near anything that does anything with law. She's a moron. She talks out her ass. She's a horse-tooth jackass with a killer. I will say this, a killer. And I mean it's sad, so fucking killer, Latino body. The girl's hot as fuck. She should be going out and doing some modeling or selling things on OnlyFans. She shouldn't be in lawmaking of any sort. She's an idiot bartender. And I'm not saying bartenders are stupid because they're a lot smarter than me. They make drinks fucking... I can't figure them out. But AOC, I, I sure as hell, I couldn't go be a congressman right now. I'd have to learn the ropes. This bitch don't know nothing. She's being led around like a puppy dog. Like, here, look, we got a Latino girl. Let's put her in there. Fuck it. We got nothing to lose. Yeah, she dances good. She's hot as fuck. Let's put her in there. That's their whole reasoning behind it. It can't be that she's overly lip, liberal. Yeah. They want somebody that's all far as far as they can get left liberal. And they got it with, with good old AOC. She's insane with that shit. And she's really good at it, I guess. Then we go to, let's just go to, before I get into anything with Trump, you know, I we're talking about the immigrants, like Omar's, Brother fucker, she said, you know, Minnesota welcomes all. Well, 
Oh, Mayor Adams in New York, he's getting pissed. He, he's saying 600 immigrants a day are coming here. I can't fucking go to Texas, fucker. Try to do something in Texas. But here's, here's the thing. Now, we all know how the, the, the wonderful world of the Clintons with Hillary and Bill and the foundations that they launder money through and this and that. Well, Bill now opposes New York. He's trying to help Mayor Adams, I guess. In his home state, or the his uh, state he lives in now, or whatever. So, old Billy Bob says now they oppose New York City being sanctuary city. Before, you know, they went by the the old Cockner or whatever the fuck her name is. The governor said, "Oh, you know, look at the Statue of Liberty. Give us your weak, your tired, your poor, your sick, whatever." And we'll welcome them. The Statue of Liberty saying, and now she's backtracking on it. Now, now you got old Billy Bob, Mister Hummer himself. He's saying New York shouldn't be a sanctuary city. It's just spiraling out of control. No, well, no shit, Bill. How about we close the southern border? How about we do that first, and then you won't get hit with any more because there won't be any more to get to come, except for the ones Hot Wheels send you, which. Too fucking bad, suck it up. He's dealing with a lot more than you fucks are up in New York. So it's just, they had an interview with this dumb fuck. I mean, I, I, I can't believe I voted for Bill Clinton. And he didn't seem that bad back then. I don't know what happened. Well, he lived with Hillary for all the years. That's probably rubbed off on him. But he, he's always been a liar because, you know, I did not have sexual relations with, with that woman. Yeah, we all know Bill. Yeah, you lied out your ass. But he argued that in this interview that New York's right to shelter law needs to be changed. Well, you guys were screaming for it when all this shit first happened. And old Hock, Hockle or whatever the fucking Hokel, governor there, she just thinks it should be modified. And probably should under the circumstances, maybe. I don't know. Why is New York getting a pass? They're only getting 600 a day. There's people getting more than that. I mean, there's been a shit ton in New York. I give it. Hot Wheels been on a fucking roll. But it's broken and we need to fix it. Doesn't make any sense is what Bill said. Well, no, none of this shit makes sense, Bill. Why is the border still sitting wide open? But according to my Orcus and to our lovely vice president of worthlessness, the borders are, and Karine Jean-Pierre and piss pants himself, the border's fucking fine. What do, what do we got to worry about? You should be able to take a few people here and there, right, Billy? What the fuck? Now, the mayor, Adams, he's still pissed off because he's worried about the money it's costing this city. You know, he's worried about the money. Well, people are living leaving in droves, so you don't have as much income coming in. And now they're talking about $12 billion, you know, to, to house these migrants. Well, you give them all these hotels. Now they're saying... Tell anybody that's coming through not to expect five-star hotels. They should have never been expecting five-star hotels, you fucking morons. You're the ones that started that shit, and it's come home to roost. So I don't feel bad for the state of New York. Fuck you. Fuck everybody in the state of New York then. I just wish they would learn their lessons, but they don't because they're woke. They're fucking stupid. I'm glad that they are having all these troubles. It, it, it's on them. They said they were a sanctuary city. They said they wanted them all. They said, you know, we would accept everybody. 
It's the same thing going on in Chicago. You got the south side of Chicago in a fucking uproar now because migrants have taken over their gentrification areas. They've taken over the inner cities too. You know, it's it's like the Chicagoans are getting pushed to the side and these fucking people, the immigrants, the illegal aliens, I call them, are getting all the benefits of what these Chicagoans do-nothings used to fucking get. So here you go. You asked for it, you got it, just like a Toyota. Remember the commercial? You asked for it, you got it. The migrants. Fuck New York. Fuck you. Fuck you guys. Whine all you want. It, it, you 600 a day. Whoop-de-fucking-do. Whoop-de-fucking-do. There's hundreds of thousands of them coming through. 300,000, 304,000 in the month of September. And you're crying about 600 a day. That's about 18,000? 18, yeah, 18,000? Suck it up, assholes. You wanted this shit. Here it is. It's on your fucking front door. Pay the bills. Take them in. Feed them. Clothe them. Give them $2,200 a fucking month like piss pants is, you know, it's his fucking problem. Now, and, and you know, this is all just fluff and stuff about everything. And while we're sitting here debating all this silly shit, we're still without a speaker of the Republicans. And on top of that, we're still sending $223 million a fucking day to the Ukraine. But, you know, that's just the underlying. That shit's so, it's not even a big deal. Nobody even raises hell anymore. Now, the House ain't got the votes to, to, for another Ukrainian package. But the Senate will pass it, and if even I mean even if worse comes to worse, Biden says he'll he'll fucking pass it. He don't care. He's just going to take our money and do what he wants. He he's got to keep Zelensky over there quiet. Now everybody's going to say you're such a fucking Putinist and and you want the Russia just to take over Europe. It's like I guarantee. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to be dead with the rest of you. But I could be wrong, could be right. But I'm living for the moment. I'm living for my ne- my next generation, my kids, my grandkids. Ukrainians could fight their own battles. If Russia takes over Ukraine, guess what? They'll take it over because I guarantee they won't get Poland. You can guarantee it. Poland's got their shit together. Poland won't. They won't even fucking try to fuck with Poland. Putin's not an idiot. He might be an evil motherfucker. Just like Trump's a piece of shit. As far as, I mean, shrewd. I'm not going to say a piece of shit. He's shrewd as fuck, and, but he has no fear of Putin. Putin wouldn't fuck with Trump. He won't fuck with Trump, but nobody cares about that. They just care that Pisspants is grandpa-ish and nice, and he, he, he's the greatest. He's just cool, man. That's the new saying from, the, from the, the Democrats. Joe Biden's not just the president. He's super cool. What the fuck? How is this fucking idiot cool? He can't talk. He can't ride a bike. He can't walk upstairs. He shits himself at the Vatican. Pisses his pants. <laughs> can't put his own coat on. His wife has to do that for him. The caretaker. And it goes on and on with that idiot. I, I mean, I really don't want to spend too much time on him, but I will. <laughs> because you have to with piss pants. You just have to. I, I want to go over... A list, and this might be the last little bit I get before the uh, doomsday call. I don't know. We'll see what happens here. Um, some of the president's 
Biden. I'll call him President Biden. I hate, no, it's fucking Joseph Robinette Pisspants Biden Jr. Some of his biggest accomplishments. Here we go. Historic inflation crisis. Yes, everything has doubled what it was. Everything's totally out of fucking control. This guy does nothing to sway his constituents to fix it because he doesn't have a clue what the fuck's going on. Absolutely true. Historic. Hasn't been this bad since Jimmy Carter. Peanut boy. Hasn't been this bad for a long, long fucking time. He botched the withdrawal of Afghanistan right after he took office. Botched that motherfucker up. Got 13 servicemen killed by his dumb fuckery. And left $85 billion worth of military high-grade equipment over there for the Taliban to fucking use to take right back over the Afghanistan people. Botched it to complete fucking hell. Set a new time, new high. New high, this is good. That sounds good, Mike. New record high. It's not inflation, you already said that. No, gas prices in all 50 states. Joe's happy about that. You know, we don't extend the pipeline right away. Keystone Pipeline, not getting extended. We're not, we're not going to be allowed to drill anywhere. We're going to end fracking. And we're going to rely on foreign oil. And they bump the fucking price sky high because OPEC, Saudi Arabia, all them people do not like the motherfucker. And they have no fear of this piece of shit. So they'll do what they want. And we're still paying over $3 a gallon for gas which was $1.79 or so when Trump left. So, yeah. New fucking price hike for gas. That's great, Joe. We now have our education system. And, you know, Joe, he's all about teaching all them weird transgenders and CRT theories and all this bullshit. Instead of reading, writing, and arithmetic like we should, and science, and all that good shit. So we got the lowest test scores among K-12 through students in decades. Decades. Even moron Bush had a better record than Piss Pants. And, and Bush himself is a moron. So tells you that there's a lot of uh, <laughs> stupid fucking people, Roman. And if you ever watch any of them... Where they walk up to teenagers and ask them how many states are in the United States and what country or what continent are we on? And they say, you know, Pittsburgh or whatever the fuck. They ask some stupid answers to these questions. That's why. Because we're fucking breeding idiots. We are breeding fucking idiots right now. And, of course, we got the, the, the wonderful border crossings. And this one, this this particular... Outfit I found this list on says 7.2 plus. So we'll just say, we'll just say over 7 million. Illegal border crossings amid the worst border crisis on record. But the border's secure, Mike. Hey, my orca says so. Jean-Pierre said it's fine. Corrine said, hey, it's all good. Everything's, everything's hunky-dory. The borders are, she's like, Yesterday was to, was yesterday. Today's today's yesterday. Yesterday, tomorrow will be today. Tomorrow, that kind of logic, you know, kind of leads up the flagpole of the case K twelve scores really. 
But piss pants don't care. Piss pants don't give no fucks. He's got the higher, highest vacation, higher vacation rate than any president in modern history. People used to get on Trump about golfing. They used to get on Obama about golfing. But here we got the highest of all of them. And he just goes and eats ice creams and falls off bicycles. And goes places and fucks around, probably uh, tickles Hunter, tickle, tickles Hunter's balls as he's fucking his niece or something. Weird family. Motherfucker's crazy, and he goes on vacation. A lot to do that sinister shit. So we had a prolonged, we have had prolonged supply chain shortages. Oh, yeah, you can't. I mean, that's why you're paying a shit ton more for things because nobody can keep up with anything. So everything's short supplied. The our good old strategic petroleum reserves, you know, the ones he was said, well, we're going to have to release 180 million barrel, well, however many barrels a day he was going to release when the gas got crazy high, you know, in our reserves. It's in a historic low now because, you know, we didn't touch it when Don the Don was in there. I don't think we probably didn't touch it when Obama was in there, but this motherfucker just said, oh, I, I can't do nothing else. I got to give all the money to Ukraine. And uh, I, can't, I can't give us a break on sales tax. We need that money for the Ukraine. That's, that's all he says. Then he comes to the, the personal people. Me and you and the boy next door. Our personal credit card debt is at a record high. That's nice. That's great. You know, just crank up that and uh, fucking have people live in swallow forever. You are, you are a prince among men, Joe. Piece of fucking trash. Record homicide rates. Oh, the crime is under control, too. There is no crime crisis, is there, Josh Kruger? <laughs> is, you know, is, is there Mendelssohn? There's no crime problems in this country. But we got dozens a dozen major U.S. cities record homicide rates. I'd like to see the list of the dozen. I wonder if any of them are red. And I don't know. I'm not saying that to be facetious, as Joe says. Facetious. He loves using that word. But I'm not saying that to anything. I'd like to know. If somebody can give me a rate, the highest rated uh, homicide cities in the major U.S. cities, I'd be great. I'd love to hear that. So return to energy dependence and sky high energy bills. Yeah, we had uh, we were we were on our own two feet. Energy wasn't that bad because you know we had plenty of uh, natural resources. But Joe, we can't use that. We got to go green energy. And like I said, I'm no problem with green energy, but you can't go green energy and forget everything else you fucking have. That's just stupid. But look who I'm talking about: piss pants. King of Shark. <sighs> this is the biggest one for me because it's it's the most invasive thing for our to our country, the most damning thing to our country. The weaponization of federal government against political opponents. So yeah, he weaponized the CIA, the FBI, all the, the Department of Homeland Security, everybody else. We can't have Trump be the president. We cannot. He shouldn't have won. He fucked everything up by beating Hillary. We cannot have this guy indict him. If he does something, 
and you know remotely that my son would have done and got away with scot free. This this hit hit Donnie up with an indictment. So anything in pre, in, in the Biden administration to me is shit, including the rhino we had as the Speaker of the House. That's why he's gone. McCarthy. At least they finally did something. Somebody did something to shake and rattle and roll this place. So I was on the fence. I really was. I'm on the fence about whether I'm for Gates. Not really. I wouldn't be for McCarthy anyway because I just read off why he sucks. But to, at this time, was it a good time to do it? I was like, I don't know, man. I wish they would have passed some bills and, and got some work done first. But it had to be. It had to be this way to show, again, show the people how fucked up our government is and how, how bad the leadership is, even at the House level. Not just piss pants, but the House level. And, and, and when you're getting a, a, a paid like the speakers, it's, it begins and ends there. The legislation and, and lawmaking and all that stuff begins and ends at the Speaker's fucking office. McCarthy didn't get it done. And I didn't get a chance to talk to about it with Fred X before I did this part of my podcast, but he, I just seen a message come across my screen that he definitely agrees with Gates on this whole thing. I didn't read this. I gotta, I'll have to read his explanation for it later, but... I just seen the top part of the message, but I'm leaning that way myself. I, I was like, I, I, I was okay with what the reason or who he was getting out of there. I was okay with that the whole time. What I wasn't okay with was the timing, but I'm, I'm beginning to lean that way. I, I got to say Matt Gates is an asshole at times because, but he stands up, takes the hits. It's like he said when he was getting booed in the, in the house. You know, he was trying to do an interview and they were booing him. He said, boo all you want. It's still the right thing that I needed to do what had to be done. And I'm starting to agree with him on that. I just wish more people, if he was going to do that, and more people would have voted as far as Republicans to get McCarthy out of there. Like Lauren Boebert, she's usually attached to fucking Gates' hip on everything he does, but she voted to keep McCarthy. Now, was her, was her reasoning behind that just to keep the peace? I think she sold out. I think she's a fucking hack. She, she got a, lot, a long way on her looks and her attitude and with her, her uh, friendship with MGT. But I, I, just, I think she's a coward about it. She says she's a fucking cowardly con about it. I, I don't really did, you know, understand her reasoning for it. Don't really care at this point. I just know she sold out. So, yeah. Our government's kind of fucking in, more in trouble now than it was. But that, I ain't even gotten into the Trump thing yet. And I, and I won't. But I want to go back to just, just a minute. And I know I'm jumping all over the place today because I got everything on my iPad today and it's kind of scattered. One more thing before I do the uh, pause for the cause and I'll come back later after the... Uh, black noise bomb. I want to talk about a couple more things real quick here. Number one is Lindsey Graham. This guy's a piece of shit. He's a complete piece of shit. He stabbed old Trumpy in the back last time, but that's not even bad. You know, it's like he's a pro-Ukraine spending guy. 
He's a fucking rhino. He's a piece of trash. He's one of them guys that you can't trust as far as you can fucking throw. And that's just my thoughts on Lindsey Graham. So South Carolina is the state he represents. And as far as I know, South Carolina still remains in the United States. So, and it's one of those, I could say this to about any person, but they seem to forget sometimes that they're, they're not supposed, they're not, they think they're fighting for America, but you were voted in to govern for your people in your district and your state and whatever's best for them. Sending money to the Ukraine instead of helping here is not best for the people of this country. You could say, oh yeah, long term, we've got to stop Russia. No, your piece is a shit and you're wrong. Let Russia do what they're going to do over there. If they hook up with China and, and they're pissed at us, that's more bad for us. And I'm not saying let let Ukrainian people die. I don't want to. I don't want it that it wouldn't be uh, fair to say I just let them die over there. Yeah, yeah, but but at the same time, if it cause if if that causes no less people in the United States to die of hunger and suicide and everything else. That's affecting us with these fucking inflation and outrageous prices for everything. And then I'll tell you, I'd say fuck it. One, one American life's worth a thousand to Ukrainians. I'm sorry. I'm not, I wasn't born in Ukraine. I'm not, I'm not elected to serve the people of Ukraine. I'm a United States congressman or what. That's how I would think. So... There's no, we don't share a border with this place. We don't, they're not like, it's not like Canada's getting attacked. I mean, Canada or Mexico getting attacked would make a little more sense because they're invading on us. We're nowhere near Europe. I mean, we're on the other side of the fucking flat earth, right? I, I this Sometimes he gets on this rant about spending money to the Ukraine that make no sense. He's one of the hardcore ones. And sometimes you got to remind them that, you know, you're not, uh, you're not Ukrainian and you're not voted in by the Ukrainians. I, I, I guess I just don't get it, but he's one of them idiots. And that's just one example of a, a bunch of them. And one more thing before I go to sit idly in the dark, the vaccine thing with the MRNA in the heart of people who got myocarditis afterwards and died after the vaccination. It's an insane amount, more, more than people think. And, and when they're finding all this out, they're also finding that infiltration of the immunity cells you have in the same area. So, and this is like doctors putting us out, SARS-CoV-2 SARS vaccine in the heart. Associated with healing myocardial injury at the time of vaccination and infiltration in the myocardium. This is a big report this thing was. So it shows an infiltration in the immune system into the same areas of this myocarditis, suggesting that the mRNA is provoking an immune response in the heart. So going along with that here in about know, 10 minutes, we'll see if the mRNA is set up to go crazy because <laughs> it is 10 after two 
And uh, I'm going to go take my pause for the cause. I'll put a different part on here after this. It won't be a separate episode because uh, I only got the Trump stuff to talk about yet. I want to go over the Trump indictments and the crazy bitch that's trying to indict him here in this fraud case and election interference, you know, weaponized DOJ. I do have a thing about that I want to talk about a little bit. So I got a couple of things I want to talk about yet. Um, so, but I don't want to be on here. It's superstitious or not. Call me a pussy. Call me whatever you want. I'm just not going to do it. Uh, I don't want to hear no beeps for a minute and then an hour of whatever the fuck's going on. I'm just going to avoid that. So I'll be back here in a little bit. So I won't even start a new episodes. Uh, I will see you post Black Noise Bomb. Here on the Zero Hours. Well, no drums, bombs have dropped. No zombies are roaming the earth. Uh, I guess everything went off without a hitch. I had my phone and everything off for about an hour. So uh, it's a long hour because I'm used to having some kind of uh, TV on or radio or phone or something. Didn't have anything on, so... But so far, so good. No zombies roaming the streets. No bombs hitting. Uh, maybe it was just a test. You know, that's kind of the... Sometimes things have to be tested. I'm hoping that's all it was. And we can get on with it. Now, a little bit before I took this break, I was going to get into the last couple of things I had. But I had said that I uh, had had mentioned to Fred X earlier in the day whether he... Uh, voted for or went on the side of the McCarthy's or the sides of the Gateses. And since he's such a contributor to the to the podcast, I want to go over a little bit what he thinks. He he's definitely on Team Gates, which is kind of where I'm at. Unfortunately, can't all just get along, but um he doesn't think it should be personal just like me, but I think Gates has got something out for McCarthy personally, but I, I think even though it's a personal thing for him, I still think what he did had to be done. And if it wasn't him, it should have been somebody else. I mean, he, he, he went through the 15, McCarthy went through the 15 rounds to get this job. And he said he was going to do certain things, like I said, I pointed out earlier, and he didn't do it. And, and Fred X agrees, and he even, you know, about standing up for Ukraine. He's a big Ukraine supporter of McCarthy. And, you know, that's not going to go over good with a lot of the far-right uh, Republicans and the Republicans that are tired of paying the money to the Ukraine, like me. Uh, so, you know, supporting government spending cuts and, support and, and sending billions to another com- country every month. Yeah, it's $223 million a day. And now, you know, with the student loan forgiveness that we I think is bullshit. I, a lot of people with student loans wouldn't think it's bullshit, but uh, he's a proponent for that and working with the Democrats on that. Uh, another one, because they slid the one in last time. And uh, he also had sent me a long note from... Uh, Letterhead, actually, from Jim Jordan. And Jim Jordan's basically reached out to all of his colleagues that we had work to do. 
and we have to move on. This guy wasn't cutting the mustard, basically, and that was it. So Fred X is on Team Gates. I'm on Team Gates. It, it, it's, a, it's a tough one because I didn't want the government to go backwards, but at the same time, if this guy's just making... Uh, if he's just another Democrat and he's a Republican House leader, yeah, he's got to be gone the fuck out of there. We can't afford to have another rhino in there. Uh, so I hope the next choice is a lot better choice than that. I, I don't, I, you know, Donald Trump, I don't know how good he would do as a speaker, but he's got his own problems right now because, you know, Donald's got a little uh, trouble with the courts, as we know. So just to get an idea and try to understand what Donald Trump's going through here. And I know the Trump haters are going to turn off, whatever. They can do that. So he, he was indicted for a technical error in his ca- campaign finance paperwork. He was indicted for that. And then presidents of the past have filed it wrong and just had to pay a fine. But, but they go to Don, they indict this motherfucker. I'm uh, being sued by... Merrick, you know, the AG, or, uh, yeah, well, backed by Soros is the, the funding here in civil court. That's the, the doofus also with the uh, E. Jean Carroll was supported by, not by um, Soros, but by the founder of LinkedIn. So it, it just keeps going on. This one's a Soros-funded AG is in civil court for defrauding lenders, Okay. He paid all the loans back. None of the banks are suing. Nobody is suing because he didn't commit a crime and there's no victim. But this AG in civil court is trying to get him for defrauding lenders. Okay. So he's been indicted. And we had the infamous mugshot down in Georgia for asking the same thing everybody else was asking. Where is these votes at? He asked where his vote... You know, find, find, find 20,000 votes. He didn't say 20,000 votes for me. He never said, find me the votes needed to win. He just said, find out where the votes are. And the Democrats, of course, spin everything he says. They use a fake quote. But he never said, find me the votes needed to win. He just said, find the votes. Now, whether or not he meant that or not, it doesn't matter because he didn't say it. He just said, find the, the votes. Find me. He didn't say, find me the votes to win. But, you know, it's typical spin. It could be considered Republican spin, what I'm saying, but I'm just saying what the fucker said. That's it. Been harassed and indicted by the DOJ for the, for the classified documents at Mar-a-Lago, widely publicized. And Biden had them for over a fucking decade hiding in a box sitting behind his Corvette in a garage and they did nothing. And, and everybody's going to say, well, they're different documents. They're different documents. I don't give a fuck. You weren't even supposed to have documents as a vice president. So how the fuck did he get away with scot-free nothing? It's typical liberal bullshit. That's all it is. He's been, he's, been attract, he's been attacked on every front you can think of. Yet he still wants to be the president. I wouldn't want to be the president of the country if I was him. Truly, honestly. I'd be like, fuck you guys. I got enough money to live anywhere I want. Let the country fucking fail. I don't care. 
get the, you know, I could own a fucking island of my own and piss on you fuckers. But he's still there trying to, and I'll honestly say, I think he's fighting for the American people at this point. And he don't like to lose, but that's, that's a secondary thing on this whole thing. I actually believe this man is fighting for the United States of America. Now, all the libtards are going to scream, oh, he's a, a fucking dick, he's a misogynist, racist, you know, he rapes women, talks. And one lady, I forget who she was, and this was classic. She said, I'd rather have a president that says grab him by the pussy than one that is a pussy. Because that's what we have with Biden. And he said, well, you got, don't you have a problem with that language? She goes, no, everybody talks like that behind closed doors. Well, but he's the president, you know, he's the president. So, and he, and he was, he was, it was something he had said in a locker room way before he was president. So who gives a fuck? Everything he's saying now, like when he drops the F-ball, oh, oh, look, see, he's not presidential. Fuck you, man. I, I mean, that's, that's how, you know, it doesn't matter when Antifa and the trans people are screaming in, in my fucking face or anybody's face that's at a protest, calling them every name in the book. That's okay because they're not the president. Well, when he said that, he wasn't the president. What he's saying now, he's not the president. And if he is the president, I want a president that looks another leader in the eye and says, fuck with me, find out. I want a guy like that. I don't want some, yeah, the, the, the speaker has to look at this as a personal reflection. Uh, uh, well, anyway. That's the fucking piss pants fucking leader we got. Uh, he says that all. Uh, anyway, he loves using that word facetious like he's, no, 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 it's not a joke. No joke. Uh, I'm not being facetious. Uh, that, that must be a word they taught him like the little phrase that they told Campbelltoe to say over and over again about do today and not to let the burdens of the past or something like that. I don't even know what the fuck it is, but... She, I, I watched the video I had her saying it 86 times. Somebody told her that was a quote to go with. Something about today, not burdened by the past. Look at today, not burdened by the past, or something like that. It's fucking word salad. That bitch is a word salad machine. She can't, she talks about like a, a female Joe Biden. She, she can maybe a little more coherent, but she, she doesn't make any sense. She just runs and runs in circles and never gets to the fucking point. And she's a moronic bitch. That's my take on the vice president. I'm sorry. Now, with all the stuff that Trump is going on, he's in New York for this absolutely clueless buffoon of an of attorney general, Letitia James, who since 2018 saying she's going to, She's, she's over there bragging about how she's going to get Trump and put him down and, lay, you know, she's going to get to him and she's going to get him. Well, she exited the court the other day because, you know what, she blew it. The judge asked her about the statute of limitations. Guess what? She had no idea. No idea. what, No fucking clue as an attorney general what the statute of limitations was. So 80% of the case is toilet paper. It's useless. It's not even worth 
wasting time. That's all Trump's been saying. These people are wasting time. And that's all they're doing, wasting time and stalling, trying to find anything they can do to keep him and Corden off the campaign trail. It's not going to matter. You've seen Biden supposedly win an election from his basement. Trump could do that from anywhere in the world, including a jail cell if he goes. And he's not going because it's frivolous bullshit like this every time. I mean, it's just like the federal court ruling. They said this is bullshit. And these people are finding out on the left that not everybody's going to climb on board with them, even though they might. It's like this. Do I, do I hate Kevin McCarthy? No. Do I hate Matt Gates? No. Do I even really hate piss pants? No, I just think he's a fucking idiot. I don't really have hatred anybody except fucking Alec Baldwin. I hate that motherfucker. He killed somebody and got away with it and fucking spouts and browts about it. He's a fucking piece of shit. That's Alec Baldwin. That's really the only celebrity news I got. And that kind of motherfucker, I hate that motherfucker. But do I, and I hate that guy without fucking knowing him, just on the fucking principle. But let's move on. Do I hate Turkey Neck? No. He's an old man. He's been a rhino. He's been a deceiving son of a bitch, all this shit. For all these years, but can I can I say I hate him? No, I never met him. He didn't kill anybody. Piss pants probably didn't kill anybody. He might have had somebody Hunter Biden. Did he kill anybody? I doubt it. Do I hate Hunter Biden? No, I just think he's a useless crackhead that used daddy's position and money to get way too much money for shit he didn't know what he was doing. And crappy finger paintings aren't worth a half a million dollars. It's all the conspiracies, and the underlying bullshit. Do I, do I hate, it? Do I, when I listen to people say how they hate Donald Trump, have you ever met the motherfucker? Have you ever met him? It's like me. I could say I hate Biden. I fucking hate you. Fuck you. I, I'll say fuck you because I think he's a, a ruin in the country, but do I hate him as a person? No. I don't know him. I don't know Trump either. I don't know if I'd love him or hate him. Probably wouldn't like him. I don't know. There's a lot. Everybody's like that. Now, this Letitia James, do I hate her? No, but I think she's a cuck, paid shill by the fucking left to try to get the Don in trouble, and it's a pointless waste of our fucking time, money, and resources. You got to understand, you can't hate the players, but you have to hate the game. This fucking game, movie, whatever you call it, I call it a game. Is not just a game, it's, it's our lives. It's the game of our lives. And they're fucking playing it like it's a monopoly. So I don't hate the players, I hate the fucking game. That's pure and simple. I'm sick of this shit. And that, you know, like, just like that Letitia, Letitia James. She goes back to 2018. She wanted to use the law to remove Donald Trump from office. She said that. She said he was an illegitimate president for colluding with foreign powers. Now, she said all that outright, but when anybody on the right says that about the 2020 election, we're getting fucking put in shackles. We're getting indicted. We're getting fucked with for walking through the Capitol building and get 25 years in prison. But if you, an idiot cop that forgot his gun in the bathroom and comes out and kills a, a, 
a buck 25 girl who's got both hands on the window as she's trying to climb through it and you kill her, nothing is said. He's a hero in these libtarded minds. And I'm sick of people saying, oh, you can't keep saying that January 6th was a walkthrough. It, it doesn't matter how violent it was. It was the principle of they were going to take. If we really wanted to take over the Capitol, don't you think Don would have said, you need to go in there and bust into the Capitol, take that fucker over, and I'll run it. No, he said peacefully. Make your voices heard. He never said go into the fucking Capitol. And when the Capitol Police would be waving me in, I would have went in. I would have went in to see, just to see it as a as a, a historic kind of thing. Would I went in there and put my feet up on Pelosi's desk? Probably not. I wouldn't went in the crypt keeper's office. But at the same time, he was asked by a photographer to do that. But he got four years in prison or more. I don't much. There's people that weren't even there. Got probation. So I'm sick, you know, beyond sick of the J6. But that just shows the fucking level of the contempt that the left will have for us on the right. And they got their guy in, in, in the fucking spot. And now they think they run the world. They think they run. And look at the shit we're living in. This is a shit world. That's as best they can do. Then they're pretty fucking sad. That's what I'm saying. But then again, I don't hate the, the libtarded motherfuckers. I don't like them. I don't like their policies. I don't like their attitude. I don't like how they think they can, you know, it's okay for them to yell, scream, hoot, and holler, and, you know, burn, loot, and murder, wear their little fucking faggot mask on them, and do all this bullshit blubbering they do. I can hate them fucking actions of them. I don't know the people personally. I don't once again, I'm not going to hate the players. I'm hating the fucking game. I'm sick of this game. It needs to be a very big comeback in the bottom of the ninth by the right. We need to go full ballistic. We need to, we were, if we're down to that 10 to, 10 to nothing, we need to win 12 to 10. I won't just win by one. You got to win by two. Got to win by two. But it's just, when this Letitia James... You know, she, she back in way back in 2018, she they they were putting her up to say he's engaged in money laundering, money from the foreign governments in New York State. Uh, the, the, she said that his days were coming to an end. We can only do it if everybody votes. Which you know that's understandable. It's a, it's a voting ploy. I get that. But five years later. And what's what's our what's the finale? What's what's the finale? So Trump's accused of taking out illegally or taking out legally, I should say, accused of taking out legally obtained loans that he repaid in full with interest. That's oh, that's great, Letitia. You just wasted five fucking years for nothing. He didn't do anything illegal. So and then you flip it. This is what I'm saying about people just hating Trump. They they hate the player of that. They can they can hate the player, you know, they they just hate Trump so much. They don't hate the game. They like playing the fucking game. But they hate Trump. They don't want him to be able to play in the game at all. Because this this is the twist 
of this whole fucking thing, this whole plot twist. And you could you could write a movie about this and people would call it, you know, no way that would ever really happen. But it's happening now as we speak. The Biden crime family spent a lot of money laundering spree. So they washed millions of dollars from oligarchs in China, Russia, the Ukraine, of course. And they have 20 shell companies they do this through. It's not even uh, hidden anymore. It's a fucking fact. It is absolutely a fact that they do this. It's been proven already. Nobody seems to give a fuck because it's Joe Biden, old presidential, you know, grandpa, likes to sniff kids, eat ice cream cones, blah, blah, blah. He's harmless. Well, yeah, he's harmless. That's the fucking problem. He's, he's harmless to you in your mind. He's destroying our country. And, you got, and I don't want to hear the spin back to Trump because my life in 2018, 2019 was pretty fucking good compared to 2023 and this shithole box we live in, this fucking embarrassment of a government we have, and all the other countries think we're weak and it's time to strike. That's not a good position to be in when they think they see weakness because we have no more $33 trillion in debt. We have no fucking budget. We're giving all our money to a foreign country. For Again, we gave, what, $85 billion worth of shit to our... Afghanistan just left it there. Now we're giving two hundred and some two hundred twenty-three million dollars a fucking day, sweatpants Jesus over there, and and, they, and you guys just think that's fine. Fund them more. I've here. I keep hearing they have to win the war. They're not gonna fucking win the war. They are not gonna win that war. And the Ukraine and Zelensky even fucking knows it. But why not let him and all his cronies get paid? And they have been getting paid significantly. So the, even the Treasury Department, they have a stack. I mean, a fucking booklet full. 170 suspicious activity reports filed by six different banks. All spelling out how the Biden family, the, not the Trump family, the Biden crime family, engaged in a pattern and practice of money laundering. The same thing they're accusing Trump of. Much of that foreign cash flowing right through the heart of New York City. Congratulations, dumb cunt AG, Latisha James. You've really, you've really outdone yourself. You've done a great bang up fucking job as an AG. You're fucking disgusting. Jesus Christ. You know, inter election interference. You know, you don't use the DOJ to investigate and prosecute your opponent for the same thing that you're doing, Joe. You, he, you did it. He didn't, but you're accusing him and indicting him while you're sitting there on vacation somewhere with your crackhead son and the caregiver. And all your cronies think it's fucking fantastic that you're doing great, Chucky Schumer and the like. They just think you're great. And you're using a DA to indict your opponents for a reporting error that every president makes. Every fucking president. Like I just said, he made an error on a, on a thing and 
on a campaign finance thing and got, okay, presidents all in the past paid fines. Trump gets indicted. That's, this is the kind of shady shit the left pulls. You file a civil suit for a ridiculous victimless claim. You know, it's like 80% of that got thrown out right away. So why the fuck would it even be brought to a judge? You know, you, you, you want to get all these people. You got Trump. You had Sidney Powell. You had Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. You had uh, that, uh, oh, what the hell's her name? The good-looking lawyer he has. All these people. You send them down to good old GA down there in Georgia. And you make them take a mugshot. You know, that just fucking gave us new shirts to wear. The Trump mugshot. Because we know it's a frivolous piece of shit. And you just take, take them mugshots and, and that just made everybody pissed off on the right. Not pissed off enough because we still need somebody to stand up. I mean, gates started and now we need some people to really get in there and start shaking the fucking cages. But it's, it's, it's not, and then the timing, as we know, is completely fucking suspect. It's, a, it's this specific time and you interrupt your po- opponent's political campaign. But like I said, that's going to backfire because he's still, even if he was non-existent, he could come in at the 11th hour and do a campaign of couple rallies and he's still going to get the Republican nomination. He's that far ahead of Sanctimonious and Fupa and even Vivek Ramashami, who might be he'll he'll be a, a Trump cabinet member somewhere if you know should I mean Trump's if Trump wins which he should easily by this point because the left's showing their own people how shitty they are and some of them are actually fucking waking up like the guy in Dallas Texas the the representative in Texas or governor whatever he was not the governor but He's like a senator, something, in Dallas, Texas. Switched to the fucking Republican Party. Tulsi Gabbard left the fucking Democrats. She's seen what was going on. It's just going to keep continuing. You don't see Republicans going to Democrats unless they're insane and have a lobotomy or something. I haven't seen it. If you can pick one out, show it to me. I'd be glad to hear about it. The only one I know that's a full-blown Democrat that was a Republican, full-blown Democrat, was dumbass Liz Cheney. And she's not even, she's out the game right now. She's out the game. She just likes to run her cocksucker, but she's still out the game. So none of this is interference in the election at all, right? I mean, it it, it just... (laughs) 13 Russians posting random memes to moms on social media. Is that is that interference? You know, is that election interference? So it to me if the libtards can't can't see that this is all bullshit and it's a scam, you really don't care. You really hate Trump that much. And simply as long as it benefits you in some fucking way, you don't care about the rest of the country. You just don't. Uh, and that's that's brass tacks on fucking libtards. That, that is down to the that's down to the nub on the libtards. That's that's the uh 
Bottom line, as Stone Cold Steve Austin would say, because Mike Brown says so. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it's understandable that some people might fall into a little bit of a trap. I was more of a Trumper when he was 2016, you know, uh, then, but I seen what he did, so I was going to vote for him again. Now, his personality, I didn't care for him repeating himself, puffing his own chest out, beating on it like an ape, you know, constantly uh, looking for the, what do you call it, zingers, the one-liners, the clips, whatever, the sound bites. Yeah, sound bites, that's what I'm looking for. Now, yeah, I get tired of that. I get tired of hearing him talk. And it, but it's like, I don't give a fuck what you're saying as long as the country's in good shape. And my life's pretty good, and it was. So, now, the last thing I got, and this is this hinges on the First Amendment, is why I even bring it up. So, as we all know, Elon Musk is he, he's a conservative guy. You can tell he's a conservative. He went down himself, went down to Eagles Pass, Texas, to see what the fuck was going on in the border. He spent uh, like an hour and a half on a, a live feed uh, down there, finding out from the police and the Border Patrol and everything else what's going on. I mean, he did more work himself than Camel Toe's done the three years she's been there. You know, two and a half years, whatever it's been. As a border czar, she hasn't, she's done less than what Elon Musk did in one fucking day. But here it comes when, you know, Elon's getting involved in shit. And he's a South African billionaire. Why does he care more about the country than a vice president or the president of the country? So Elon bought Twitter, as we know, named it X. I get a lot of good information from X because he doesn't censor much. And it's been a refreshing take on different things. And I've appreciated Elon's uh, comments and some of his uh, memes and shit. He does, I mean, himself. He's, he's informative, but he's also a laid-back guy. He probably, he might be, you know, too, too uh, conservative for most people. That's all right, because there's all kind of left-wing agenda media, right? Uh, most mass media, mainstream media is. It's all to the left, except alternative media, which, you know, I think X classifies. Elon Musk is the owner of X. He can say what the fuck he wants. And he said that. He said, I, he has said, I'll say whatever the fuck I want. And it doesn't matter how much it costs me. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say what I want. So the piss pant selected resident decided that he's blaming Elon Musk and X for all misinformation. And here we back to the, to the bullshit misinformation stuff. Russian disinformation. Now it's X misinformation. So I just think it takes some cojones that I don't know that piss pants Biden even possesses to even make a claim like that. When the government and the media are behind some of our biggest fucking lies in decades, this, this, this since he's taken over. I mean, we had the Twitter files when Jack Dorsey was still the CEO of Twitter about how they colluded to keep Trump's name out of everybody's mouth, basically. 
to make Trump look bad, to, to spew the Russian that did misinformation. That was on Jack Dorsey back then. So let's just go over some government lies that were exposed by AI Elon and his company X. This is the lies. COVID did not leak from a lab in Wuhan. We know that is bullshit. We know that's where exactly where it came from. It wasn't some fucking bats at an open food market. It was the Wuhan coronavirus lab. That's where it fucking came from. I loved when John Stewart was on Colbert and he went off about that. Well, you work for the Wuhan coronavirus lab and they called it the Wuhan coronavirus and you don't think it came from the Wuhan coronavirus lab, you're some kind of stupid. John Stewart, I usually don't agree with. That was spot on. I mean, he's, he's telling the truth. So he don't care what side of the aisle is on at that point. He just said, this is bullshit. It's, it's COVID. So that was exposure, number one, government lies. The next one was when they, remember when they were all saying on the left that, that uh, Hunter Biden doesn't have a laptop like that? It does not exist. Bullshit. We know that's to be false. We've seen it. Matt Gates held the, the hard drive up on the, con- on the Senate floor and fucking had it in his fucking hand himself of the laptop from hell. And all that shit on the laptop's coming to roost. You know, and I did mention, forget to mention because it's going to be a not- nothing issue that Hunter Biden pled not guilty on felony gun charges. Now, anybody else would have been upriver by now, but it's fucking Hunter Biden. Daddy's boy ain't going to get anything hurt. He's not going to get anything. He'll get pardoned if he does. So it's a fucking joke that we're wasting time even fucking with Hunter Biden there because he's going to get pardoned no matter. I'd like to see him spend a few months in jail, but it's probably not going to happen. But yeah, the, the laptop did not exist. X said bullshit. Everybody else now knows it's the truth. Here's the one I always get on. The Ukraine is easily winning the war. We know that's bullshit, and it will never be that way. I don't care how much money we give them. Have you seen the, the fucking oligarchs over in, in the government officials in the Ukraine that have had to step down because they took hundreds of thousands of fucking dollars and were just blow, buying lavish houses and cars and everything else? That's where our money's going to the Ukraines who, who are buddies with sweatpant Jesus, and he's fucking just spewing money out to everybody. And I'm just going to give you all the money because Russia's going to win. We're going to, it's going to be, he, he acts like some big fighter, comes, comes to, you know, leaves his country in the middle of a war zone, comes to America and says, we know we need more money. We keep needing more money. We need more money. Of course he does. He's fucking trying, they're trying to bankrupt our whole fucking system. Oh, and it was the clowny Piven. I know I'm on a random, but I had to say it. I almost forgot. The system that will try to bankrupt welfare that I was talking about, all the illegals coming in, get 20, it's last episode, $2,200 a piece, blah, blah, blah. Clowny Piven is the name of the plan or whatever you want to call it, program, whatever the fuck it is. Clowny Piven. Yeah, Fred X found that for me, so I'd appreciate it. But that's the name of it. Oh, oh, sorry, I got off track. I just popped in my head. 
Uh, yeah, but Ukraine easily winning the war. We know that's bullshit, but X has proven it time and time again. And that's just how it is. And another one, you know, Russia influenced U.S. elections. It took a bunch of money, the Steele dossier, the fucking Durham report, blah, blah, blah. All this bullshit, not the, is it the Durham report? Mueller report, I'm sorry, Mueller. And all this horse shit, and all the time Don said he was innocent, and he was, they didn't find a fucking thing. They tried to, you know, they impeached him the one time for the phone call with Zelensky, and here we are shoveling hundreds of millions of dollars at the motherfucker, but Russian, no collusion in the United States elections. But they took what they said they were bitching at us and they used it for their own gain in 2020. It's just with a different country and the Dominion voting machines and all that bullshit. And they go after, still going after Mr. Pillow every day because he knows the truth. They don't want anybody that knows the truth to be out there. I mean, they will never come for me until I make superstardom or something somehow, some way. So I ain't got to worry about it. I'll say whatever the fuck I want. And not really sweat it, but a guy like that says anything, yeah, they're going to put him in a deposition, and and he is a real cocky motherfucker in them depositions, and he deserves to be. He gets tired of getting fucked with. Fucking affecting his livelihood, his company and shit. So all these lies were exposed by Twitter slash X after Elon took over. How's that misinformation, Joe? It's the fucking truth. And you can't deny any of them. The only one you can maybe deny is Ukraine's easily winning the war and everybody with a fucking brain cell knows that ain't fucking happening. But they're all, Putin, he's evil, he's evil, blah, blah, blah. He's evil to Joe Biden because he knows he can be. He can push him around like a fucking rag doll. Couldn't do that to Don, so he didn't. As soon as he leaves, he's open season. And Zelensky running his cock hole probably didn't fucking help him any. Not a, ni- not a nice man, Zelensky. He's a piece of shit. Uh, he was an actor, paid actor, still is. And, and that's how I feel about the whole Ukraine thing. So the Biden administration, as always, living in denial that they do anything wrong. It's all Trump. Trump did everything. Trump's the bad guy. Trump's this. Trump's that. Rent free where Donald lives in the fucking lip-tarded head. Rent fucking free. And then when, you know, they asked Piss Pants about it in an interview, CBS or whatever, Meet the Press, one of them things. Of course, he had to start stuttering again. And I don't like making fun of a guy for stuttering, but this this dickhead kind of deserves it. So I'm going to try to do the direct quote here. They 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 go online, they go, and you have no notion whether it's true or not. About talking about going on the internet. Well, yeah, it's fake news, right, Joe? Everything's fake, but we got proof. That's the difference. Everything you guys try to do to Don, it comes out false. You try to fucking. You tried it right there with the fucking laptop not existing, you know, and all this shit. It's it, it shows right up. COVID did not leak from a lab. Bullshit. Yes, it did. We all. I mean, it's all. It's been all. It's all played out. 
There you go. It's the game. And I hate the fucking game. I'm tired of the game. And I think most everybody else on the planet is probably tired of the fucking game too. And that's why I say we can't continue to hate the players, but we have to hate the fucking game. That's my two cents anyway of how this shit is. I just think that we got to focus more on getting rid of the game and get the game over and be done with it. Now, before I go, one more thing. (laughs) It would be entertaining, but I know it's not going to happen. At least I don't think, unless miracles fucking do occur. But Donald Trump, you know, he has been nominated for Speaker of the House by, uh, I forget, a representative somewhere. And, of course, they asked Matt Gates. He said, sure, I'd love him to be the House you know, Speaker, blah, blah, blah. I don't think any way, shape, or form he'd ever get votes. Um, but you never know. I mean, the times are fucking crazy. This game could really get uh, close to be a nail-biter. It could be from going getting blown out to, you know, we're, it's 10 to nothing, bottom of the ninth. It's 10 to 6, 10 to 7. Guess what? Bases are loaded. Maybe Donnie Trump's coming up to bat. Never know. Fred X just sent me a picture off of X, ironically. I'm just sitting here getting ready to wrap up my podcast here, and he sent me a a picture that Trump just posted himself holding the speaker's gavel on Truth Social. And there it is. He's in front of the red, the run, front of the flag with his "Make America Great Again" hat and the fucking gavel in his hand. Boy, that would be entertaining, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'd love to. It'd be like rats trying to get off of a fucking sinking ship in that fucking place if the Don was back as a Speaker of the House. And I think, some ways, the Speaker of the House. It's pretty, I mean, it's always been pretty fucking important, but to me, as far as laws and deals and everything else, I think it might be as important as the president that in the presidency we have now, it would be as important, if not more important, because piss pants don't have a clue what he's doing. He lets the cabal and the fucking uh, legislation, legislators run the fucking country for him because he has no clue what he's doing. I'm all in for Speaker Trump. Fuck it. (laughs) I think it'd be funny. I think it would freak the fucking left out so fucking much. And I just, I I think it would be mind-blowing. And in in reality, it wouldn't be a bad choice. I mean, I I think it'd be good because we can give ourselves a little... uh, power back, you know, on the Republican side, conservatives. And having go in as speaker and address the concerns, they can push forward with their own agenda and, and tell the lobbyists they have, you know, no other option. You know, the lobbyists, oh, sorry, we had no other option. Trump. <laughs> you were Trumped. Now, that, 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 I mean, it, it's just such a pipe dream that I, I can't see. <laughs> I can't see it, but it would be great. Anyway, I know I've rambled an extensively long time today. Had a little pause in there for the uh, 
black noise bomb that sounded like uh, basically any other thing that we're told about on a date didn't amount to much. Hopefully not, anyway. I didn't listen, so I don't know what kind of tones and vibrations they were trying to sneak in there. I I don't fucking know. I don't really care. But Oh, it's been good. It's been good. It's there during the week. I'll, I'm going to try to, to keep up a little more often now because so, I went a week and a half this time. I'd like to keep it under a week because then I won't bore you to left two hours. So, But I had to get all this stuff out. It was everything that I had on my... Uh, that I've been getting and had on my uh, iPad here. So till next time, always trust and believe in your own convictions. And please, please, for the love of God, you stay safe out there. I want to thank my main information gatherer and partner, Fred Excelsior, dedicated listeners, Arkansas, Triple F, Patty B, my buddy Skeeter, the big Quentin the Q-Man from Seville. I thank you all. Rest in peace, Chuckles. Peace out.